put their blood, sweat, and tears into a business and, and recruited their, their family to, to be a part of a business. And they go on Shark Tank and they sit in front of a panel of billionaires who excoriate them. And for the most part, they sell a third of their business for like a hundred grand because they're broke and they sell for pennies on the dollar. So you've worked all of this time to have your own business. And you've hustled and you've grinded people. You're working a day job. So you're working 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week on your day job. And you're working another 40 hours a week on your on your side hustle. And I did that in radio. I was a vice president at Blue Cross. Working 75 hours a week minimum. And every Sunday I was up at 8 a.m. because it was on the West Coast. I was watching all of the football games at a bar preparing for my Sunday night show. So I could take calls on how short Kyler Murray is and if he was good enough to be a long-term solution for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. You can't pay Kyler Murray top dollar. I'm sorry. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. One of the worst fundamental mistakes you can make in any business is to pay good talent elite money because that bleeps it up for everybody. So anyway, I'm not getting into that on Shark Tank today. And I understand sometimes they have access to QVC and some marketing things. If you're like Scrub Daddy and you have a product that's ready to go to market, but you just need the oomph of a billionaire, you need Mark Cuban to get behind it, that makes sense. Like Jay-Z said, owning 100% of nothing is nothing. But these small mom and pops... These these little these people are trying to make a, a better hummus or lobster rolls or something like that. Go out there, grind yourself, man. Do the slow burn. Grow slowly. It took me seven years on radio before I turned a profit. But that year seven, I kicked the door in significantly. But Kevin O'Leary, who's worth four hundred M's. In this article on CNBC.com, he talks about resume red flags. And as a leader, and a lot of leaders listen to the show, like I said, the majority of the interaction I get from listeners of this show, and I don't want to say fans, I'm not important enough to have fans, but people that listen to the show, people that like and appreciate the show, it's not the healthcare stuff, it's not the sports stuff, it's actually the corporate stuff. It's like, hey, how can I start my own business? Hey, what do you think about this particular issue that I'm dealing with? And I like positioning myself to be a corporate guy because I was a vice president at a young age, the only, the youngest person in the room, the only black person in the room. I have some things that, that I can glean from my experience working in front of boards and high-pressure situations. 
managing eight and nine figure portfolios. So Kevin O'Leary says, you know, there are many factors that come into play when he's assessing a potential hire, but there's one red flag. And that's, quote, candidates that are bouncing all over the place. If an applicant's resume shows them holding multiple jobs over the past two years, I simply put it in the garbage because we're not going to look at that person. O'Leary says, companies don't like it because they invest in you. Naming financial commitments that range from the onboarding and training process to sending equipment to remote workers. If you're going to leave them after a few months, that's a total waste of money for them. O'Leary stresses that when you apply to a new job, you should be prepared to invest your time. Have a mental commitment. Whether you like the job, title or not, you need to stay there for at least two years. If you're asking to become a part of a team as an employee and representative of that company, you've got to have a minimum of a 24-month commitment. Now, that's a, that's a minimum. And I'm going to step in and say that I vehemently disagree with that. Now, what I'm about to say is probably going to offend some people, and I'm not looking to offend anyone. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Everybody has their own reason for staying in the company. Now, some people, they want to make as much money as possible. Some companies, they pay, like Amazon, Amazon pays more than market value. So you're going to make more money driving an Amazon truck than you're going to make driving a UPS or FedEx truck. However, you're not going to be able to even pull over to pee because they micromanage every second of your day. So if you work at a warehouse, if you work on a truck, something like that, you got bad knees, got a bad bladder, sucks for you. And it's kind of a boiler room culture, but you're going to get paid. I've worked at a boiler room. Before I got into healthcare, I was in, I was in the mortgage business. So I know what that's like. I sold the 228 arm. Which I'm ashamed of. I had the quotas and I was very successful. I made a lot of money, but I did not have a very good quality of life. But some people, especially younger people, you don't have kids, you don't have obligations. You make as much money as you can. Get yourself a nice whip, nice apartment, nice condo, whatever. Some people stay at companies because of loyalty and because of the culture. So they might be underpaid, they might be undertitled, but they feel that the company's loyal to them. They feel that they're always going to have a job. They feel that they have good employee assistance programs. They feel that they're going to have the slow march towards moving up in their careers. So it might take seven years to get a promotion, but then there's not as much pressure. There's not as much intensity, and there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with sitting somewhere and waiting seven years for a promotion. And I don't want anyone listening to this show to think that I am... Uh, that I'm casting aspersions on, on you if that's your strategy. That's not the Lance J strategy. I want to be promoted. I want to be paid. I want to be titled. I want the perks. I want the, the, the company car. I want the airplane tickets. I want the, I want the season tickets to football, basketball. I want access to the country club. If I want to play nine holes at the country club, I want that access. If I want to bring one of my friends to go to the pro shop, get some new spikes, I want to have that access. That's what Lance J is about. Now, I'm going to come into your company. I'm going to make you a bleep ton of money. Everywhere that I've been has set records for, for revenue generation. But I want to perform and get paid and get titled. No way I would ever leave Paragon 7 Studios unless it's for a C-suite position. I'm not going back to being a VP. That's not going to happen. I have to have almost full autonomy. 
and I've had people reach out to me. I've interviewed for CEO positions because one of one of the fundamental things that that I believe in, even if you're very happy with what you're doing, I'm very happy with my consulting practice and obviously the radio show, which I will not give up. So even if I came to be someone's uh, CEO, I'm still doing a radio show. My my reach on radio is is just as important as anything that I could do in the big chair. But I expect to come in at a high performance and high pressure situations where high performance is needed. I expect to come in and I expect to perform. If I don't perform, then you're going to fire me. And I'm okay with that. But it's a it's an ultimate gamble on myself. Like I'm Kirk Cousins. And corporate America has scammed a lot of people that are aspiring to move up into believing that they have to sit somewhere four, five, six years, and that's just absolutely unequivocally not true. That works for Kevin O'Leary. He's worth 400 M's. You're not. So if you want to work 80 hours a week so Kevin O'Leary can get another helicopter, another yacht, and another beachfront home in Turks and Caicos, good luck with that. You should always be evaluating if your goal is to move up and advance in your career. Do not let anyone tell you that you are not eligible for a promotion because you've been in your current job for six months. If you've been in your job for six months and you get a job that's a significant promotion that gives you the opportunity to increase your salary, put your family in a better financial position, send your kids to college, you get out of there. You're loyal to your parents. You're loyal to your kids. You're loyal to your pets. And maybe a couple of people in your in, in your circle that are extended friends. Everything else, this is business. Kevin O'Leary on Shark Tank, he only cares about making money. Why shouldn't you care about making money? Why should you slave for people that, that have stocks and own these huge portfolios when you have nothing, when you have no equity? Why would you live your life like that if that's your if that's your goal to to move forward? As me, I have a I have an entrepreneur mindset. I would never leave. And one thing, I wouldn't leave here unless it was a C-suite position in Paragon Seven Studios, and I wouldn't leave here unless I had equity. But you should be angling to have as much equity, the most four hundred one k match, the biggest office, the most perks. There's nothing wrong with asking for that if you're a high performer. And you're going to come in and do a great job. Don't let somebody punish you because you got promoted every year. Because I've had people look at my resume and they're like, man, you know, you went to a lot of jobs. I have. I got promoted every year. I was that bleeping good. I went to one company. I made them 200 M's the first year I set foot at that company. $200 million. They wouldn't promote me, so I got the hell up out of there. If I hadn't have made the moves that I made, I've moved across country four different times in my career. I did a couple of stints in Seattle, Phoenix. I spent a lot of time driving across the country, moving. But I had to do that to move up into an executive role and to get the exposure, get the experience that I have. Otherwise, I'd still be in a job making a third, maybe a fourth of what I currently make. And that was Lance J's strategy. That worked for me. Like I said, it's not going to work for everyone else. But don't don't let somebody tell you that if you're getting promoted every year and somebody's telling you that, that you're a liability because you're so good that you're getting promoted every year, that person's trying to scam you. They want you to be their slave. And that mentality's played out, man. It's a seller's market. Go out there, 
get your money, get your perks, get your title, especially women and women of color. Don't let somebody bully you into wasting five years in the same role and telling you that you're not good enough. You have to go to all of this training and, 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 and working on your self-esteem in the one-on-ones. Don't, don't let somebody do that to you. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, amenities, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome.com. It's electric, made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just oh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... Man. I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.